Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This 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 show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, hello and welcome to this Tuesday edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's Tuesday, July the 14th of 2020, day 196 of the year in only... 170 days remaining. Anyways, how are you? Thank you for joining us today on this special edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Why is it special? Because you're here. That's why it's special. Anyways, we're broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios today (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and broadcasting across the multiverse, of course, as I always like to say, via safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, safetyfm.live, and, you know, the different things that are out there on the different sections. We are also on some Facebook groups as you might be aware or not aware as well, depending on where you hang out at. Anyways, we are coming to you live and in living color, as close to as possible. It's currently 12.01 Eastern time, just in case anybody's wondering, because some people have always asked if it's kind of recorded. It does not happen that often, but it does from time to time, so let's not lie about it. Anyways, 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 a lot of things going on on the show today, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to discuss. Today will be the day that I'm going to tell you who the guest is for next week, because I told you that I would tell you that yesterday, and then I was kind of a jackass and backed out of the last moment because i wanted to make sure that the jay allen show episode from today came out anyways a lot of people have already kind of interacted with that one in regards of the 2021 hop summit taking place hopefully 
in January of 2021. I believe it's the 12th through the 14th, if I remember correctly, down in good old Houston, Houston, Texas. So that's something to take a look at as we do have that conversation moving forward. So take a look at that and have that thought process as we move forward here. Anyways, we're getting you started right away with some feature story news, no different than any other time. So let's get you down that path right away here. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Feature story news in Washington. I'm Nick Harper. The UK will strip its 5G network of Huawei technology by 2027, in a U-turn expected to cost up to $2.5 billion. The government's concerned that US sanctions on Huawei will jeopardise the ability of the UK to keep its telecom network safe. FSN's Stuart Smith has more from London. The Culture Secretary Oliver Dowden says the decision means the further rollout of 5G will be delayed by two to three years. Only six months ago, the UK government decided Huawei should not have a hand in the most sensitive parts of the UK telecoms network, but could continue to develop 5G infrastructure. But as US sanctions on Huawei technology force it to use parts from other manufacturers, the UK's National Cyber Security Centre says its security assessment had to be significantly changed. China's ambassador to the UK, Liu Xiaoming, has previously warned that such a decision would punish the British image as a free trade country and send out a very bad message to China's business community. Several states in India are locking down cities with a high density of COVID-19 cases. It comes as infections in India inch towards the one million mark. FSN's Ishan Garg has more from New Delhi. State governments across the country are imposing a lockdown in phases. The state of Maharashtra, which is the worst hit in the country, will remain under lockdown for two weeks. Other states in northeast India are locking down till the end of July. But the state of Jammu and Kashmir is opening up for domestic tourists. State authorities say incoming passengers will have to get tested, though. Experts say opening up domestic tourism will lead to a higher spike in cases and at the current rate, India could see 2 million cases by the end of July. The United States has executed its first federal prisoner in more than 17 years following a Supreme Court decision approving the move. Convicted killer Daniel Lewis Lee was killed by lethal injection in Indiana. He was convicted 21 years ago for the killing of three people, including an eight-year-old girl. British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell is due to appear in court, charged with helping to groom underage girls who were abused by financier Jeffrey Epstein. At least one of her accusers is expected to take part in the hearing. FSN Sarah Walton reports from New York. Ghislaine Maxwell is expected to appear before the court here in Lower Manhattan by video link because of the ongoing threat of COVID-19. It's thought one of her accusers will also address the court the same way. Maxwell is understood to be pleading not guilty to four counts of sex trafficking victims as young as 14 and two counts of lying under oath. The judge will also consider a request for her to be released on bail. Lawyers say it's unsafe for Maxwell to remain in custody because of the widespread number of coronavirus cases in the US prison system. However, prosecutors argue that Maxwell's access to US, British and French passports makes her a flight risk. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, what do you think there? A lot of news going on, that's for sure. Chelsea Maxwell thing is pretty interesting. And what do you think about the 5G aspect? Yeah, something to think about. Did not realize there was going to be some delays there for sure. But anyways, you know why you're here. I know why you're here. 
I don't, well, maybe I, I know why I'm here. I'm not sure why you're here, but we're here together. So you know what comes next. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, as you always know, you have to try to be something around here. So let's go ahead and move forward with it. Anyway, so let's get to the very, 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 very top of the news feed of what's going on. And let's have that conversation. And what do I mean here? Let's talk about what's going on inside of the news. Because that's what I want to tell you about. Anyway, so a new restructuring deal will keep movie theater chain AMC running through the spring. Even the worst case scenario, AMC Entertainment will bring $300 million in fresh coin. Yeah, fresh coin, I did say there. To reduce the debt by as much as $630 million to lower cash interest expense by up to $200 million in a new restructuring agreement according to Deadline. The company has plans still to reopen come July the 30th. So we have been talking about the movie theater quite a bit. And I know, and you know, as we talk about this world of safety on how things work. And I know that we briefly had the discussion yesterday about how that would actually look and what would you deem possible in regards of going to a movie theater. And, you know, we talked about a little bit about the cleanliness of movie theaters, not picking on movie theaters, just really having the conversation there. So what are you thinking here? Do you think it's worth its while in regards of going back to the movie theater if they do open on the 30th? What do you think, too, about this new debt issue that's being, quote, unquote, resolved for the time being? Is it worth the while to take the risk and go? Or do you think movie theaters still should still be kind of pushed back for the time being? I guess we'll get more into that during the main story. Duh. Because you kind of already did see the titling for this thing. So let's not play around here. So that's true. That's for sure. Anyways, the Dow Jones Industrial Average notched a very small gain while the NASDAQ Composite and the S&P 500 saw sizable, sizable losses. Early in the trading session, Wall Street seemed to poise for strong day, but news of renewed virus lockdown generated tension that the markets could not ignore. Both Pfizer and BioNTech climbed after the companies announced that Food and Drug Administration had tracked their coronavirus vaccine candidates for an accelerated approval. So we keep on seeing a lot of this, of course, as you already know and I know, and we're having the discussion, of course, here today about what's going on with protection potential, potential vaccines. Now... When you look at it and you have the conversation and you go down the path here, what are you thinking? Because we talked about it before and we've talked about it in the past. Would you be willing to be a tester for the vaccine? And also, when the vaccine becomes readily available, are you going to be the, one of the first ones to get it? And I know there is a court of public opinion as we talk about almost every day that we have a show here on if you should do something along those lines or not. So what are you thinking? Will you do it or will you not do it? Or does it go back into the mentality of it's a hoax? It's not real. They're just they. Yes, I will use the famous they. They are trying to get something into your system. 
this is a question, and that's a smart-ass question, just in case. But what are you thinking? Duh. What are you thinking about the whole thing? There's a lot of, to this portion of the conversation to be had, of course. We can sit here and go, eh, it doesn't make sense to do it. It makes sense to do it. I don't know if I want to be a tester, that's for sure. Not, not in my cup of tea. But, you know, that's what I talk about. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. So I don't know if you heard about this one. One person has died and two others were critically injured after being electrocuted at Lake in Arizona. Yeah, that was a lake in Arizona. Firefighters originally thought they were responding to a drowning call, but soon learned it was more of an electrocution incident, according to Fire Captain Mario Bravo. That's Mario Bravo. So let's continue here. Upon arriving on the scene, crews discovered there was an electric current in the water, and they had to secure the dock before entering the lake to rescue the victims. None of the emergency responders were injured. The incident is being investigated by Maricopa County Sheriff's Office. Now, I don't know, because I take a look at some of these things, and I'll tell you just how they kind of come about. But these electrocutions... Especially in the lake, I guess it's something definitely not expected. I mean, electric, electrocution, period, are normally not expected unless you're getting the chair. But when you start talking about it and you start having these conversations, how in the hell do you test for this, man? I will remember in part of Florida, there was a miniature golf place that a seven-year-old child got electrocuted. By getting into the water, not trying to bring it up, but, you know, just having a portion of the conversation. But how do you even test for that? Like, what are the what are the balances? What are the portions of the hazard matrix? What are the safeguards that you can put in there to have the conversation? To make sure that there's barriers in place before somebody jumps in. How would you even verify that? How do you look at this story? And then let's talk about the other aspect here. And I know this is firefighters, but I just want to bring this up. So the firefighters show up believing that they're going to a drowning call, but it's an electrocution, electrocution, apparently I can't say that today, call. So when you start looking at it, I know we have had the conversation about defunding the police, and I'm not trying to jump from one subject to the other. But this goes back to if there was a reallocation of funds and you have to send certain individuals to do certain things, how will people know what exactly the call is for? I mean, this is an example. Not a perfect example, but definitely an example. But how would that work? Something to think about, of course, as we are having this conversation And it is a conversation piece just moving forward. Because I don't want to make a big deal about it, but we have to start having that conversation for sure. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here we go. The FDA has expanded its list of hand sanitizers to avoid because of concerns of methanol contamination. Methanol contamination. The recommended people... Turn to hand washing 
first and only use hand sanitizers if soap and water are not available. If hand sanitizers, hand sanitizers are used, the CDC recommends consumer to use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Jesus, man, I can't talk today. Hand sanitizer, according, hold on, hand sanitizer, according to the agency. So 60%. I mean, what are we doing here? 100 proof? So the full brand list to avoid can be found. Are you ready for this? Because this is going to be a long one. HTTPS www.fda.gov forward slash drugs forward slash dash or forward slash drugs dash safety dash and dash availability dash FDA dash updates dash hand dash sanitizers methanol. I would say just look up hand sanitizers to avoid according to the FDA.gov. That might be the easiest way to do it. Easiest way to look at it. Easiest way to have the conversation. So now 60% or above. Now, if you took a look at what you have in your pocket or what you might have in your purse or what you might have inside of your car, what is the magic number there? What is the magic number of what's going on? I just take a look at it and go, what are you thinking? Because that's the other question. What are you thinking? What do you? What did you think was the best number until I told you that? Because that's part of the equation, of course. There are some very high number of alcohol, and there's a very low number of alcohol. So how is 60% the perfect one? And how does the methanol contamination equate into this? If you looked around your organization right now and you have the big bottle displays what is the number of alcohol and let's not talk about flammability on some of these things because that was another thing that's come up recent in conversation and also burns that occur with some of these i'm talking about chemical burns just in case if you actually are interacting with a lot of different things out there so something to think about as we do move forward as you know this already but we're just talking here because that's what happens you are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So let's talk about it real quick. The U.S. Navy has welcomed their first black female fighter pilot. Yeah, you heard me. Lieutenant Magdalene Swiegel has completed the tactical air aviator syllabus and will receive her wings of gold later this month, according to a tweet, yeah, a tweet from the national, from the chief of Naval air training. I know I laughed about the tweet, not laughing about what's going on. I think it's great. I'm only laughing because we were talking about the whole, the whole aspect of the Twitter universe yesterday, just in case. So continue with that real quick. Swiegel accomplishment comes more than 45 years after Rosemary Mariner made history as the first woman to fly tactical jets in the Navy. 45 years. Interesting. Interesting how that works. So what do you think? Do you like the story? Do you think there was a better way to actually talk about it besides uh, Twitter? I know you have to get the information out there as you can. 
but something to think about as we do move forward. 31-year-old, 40, uh, 31-year-old, 43, oh my God, I can't even talk, 433-pound gorilla who lives at the Miami Zoo got tested for the coronavirus after getting into a brawl with his brother. Shango, yeah, Shango, now Papa Shango from WWF, was bitten and scratched up after a fight. So to be safe, doctors got him tested as the team of vets had him under to attend to his wounds. They took a nasal swab. According to the staff, Shango test came back negative. No word on if any other animals at the zoo have been tested for the virus. What do you think? Do you think the 433-pound gorilla should have been tested for the coronavirus? How are, are zoos even mostly open? I would like to know that because I'm not 100% sure. I look at it and I go, I don't know. And if I'm going to put my life at risk right now with a lot of things going on, I'm not 100% sure if going to the zoo is my first place. I'm not really willing to risk a lot of things, to be quite honest with you there for a moment. Duh. But I look at it and I go, what are people doing? But you have to do whatever you think is best, I would assume. Of course. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. So going back to the Navy, Navy officials are still trying to determine the cause of the massive fire on the USS Richard over the weekend, the blaze which resulted in 13 sailors and four civilians being injured was still burning as of Monday morning to the extent of damage to the ship. Which docked in the San Diego Naval Base is unknown and could be particularly destructive due to the age of the vessel. The commander of the Expeditionary Strike Group 3 said that he believes the fire started in the lower cargo hold. So I take a look at this and I go, okay, so now the thing's been burning for, you know, a little while here because that's what's going on. No, not determined what's going on. Now, when you take some of these older vessels and you're still using them, nothing against that. So let's make sure we're clear. And all of a sudden you turn around and you decide to update some of the modules, some of the equipment that's on the inside. How does that work? How does the electrical work? How does it compare to like restoring a car? And let me make be let me be 100% clear here. Not that I have an understanding of either one of those two things. I know shit about cars and I definitely don't know anything about ships. But how does that work? Cuz maybe that's the other conversation. Cuz I don't know. Now I'll tell you, family members of mine are really involved in the ship world, and I knew absolutely nothing, like nothing, like nada. I know they float, and they use some sort of fuel. Besides that, don't ask me anything, because I couldn't tell you. I know. It's very disturbing. Duh. But what do you think here? What do you think when it comes to the whole aspect of the updating? So do you think that a lot of these vessels, quote unquote, should be replaced with newer models? And if the answer is yes, how long will this newer model of a vessel take to be built? Because that's the other thing, too. There is some time.
that's associated with it. And with everything going on, how are factories working right now when it comes to that? Or because they're building for the military, is it considered an essential service? Something to think about because that's part of the conversation, as you already know. But I'm kind of just preaching to the choir there. Duh. Duh. Hey, don't don't double dummy. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, New York City has reported zero coronavirus deaths for the first time since the middle of March, according to the data, the NYC Department of Health and Mental Hygiene. There were no deaths reported on Saturday. Governor Cuomo isn't getting excited just yet over it. However, he believes that the numbers will go up again as the virus now is in the South and the West is going to come up. So, how are you seeing that? How are you seeing this information? Do you? It's not a belief system thing. It is a question of predictability. Are you predicting that this will go up? Do you believe that cases will go up now? Is it a testing issue? Or is it a bullshit issue? Is it an issue where people say, okay, things can happen, things can happen, blah, 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 blah. That's something to think about. If there were zero cases, that's a good sign for New York. Now, keep in mind that for a period of time, New York was the highest rated place where these things were occurring. Based on media. Remember that. So if that's the case, the numbers have lowered, and they're saying now that other places are being affected more. I think there was 12,000 new cases yesterday here in our good old state of Florida. Not trying to become regionalized radio, because you know how that shit goes. Everybody hates that garbage. But I just want to tell you what's going on here. But let's talk about it. So what do you think? Do you think the numbers are going to go up? Are you seeing a second wave? We'll get to that here in a moment, so don't go too far. Anyways, let's do something, 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 something real quick. Let's talk about something that's going on inside of the world of sports. You didn't see this yesterday. Let's talk about it real quick. So here we go. The Washington Redskins announced Monday they will change their team name and logo after 87 years of using it. Think about that for a moment. 87 years. The move comes amid corporate and public pressure to ditch the moniker over racial contentation and franchise did not announce a new name. What do you think? What is your thought process behind this? Do you think they're doing the right thing? Now, keep in mind, back in 2014, this same conversation came up that they needed to change their name. Based on public perception. Some people found it offensive. Some people didn't find it offensive. Some people said that they were paying homage to. Some people said that that was not the case. But nothing was done. If you look back to some of the older, yes, I will say tweets. Yes, my new favorite thing, the tweets. Tweet, 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 tweet. They said they wouldn't change the name. Now we are here in 2020, and now they're changing the name. What do you think the new name will be? And at this point, where can you take a look at some of this stuff? 
And yes, I understand where the name can be offensive. Now, I'll tell you as well, too, there has been this thing online going around, too. And let's talk about it. Not trying to tie this into the world of sports, that's for sure. Where the term master bedroom needs to go away. Because of what it means. Master bedroom. Now, we've heard the term ensuite if you watch HGTV. And that normally just means that you really have a bathroom inside of there. But let's talk about it. So I think that sometimes we can get a little bit lost in something that's going on. So if we use the example of master bedroom and we're changing the term, maybe we need to take a look at it and go, that's not the shit we should be looking at. Maybe we should be looking at how people qualify to get a home. Maybe that's the bigger issue, not the name of the ensuite. Because then you start going, how does that work? What if you have a house that has multiple bedrooms that have a bathroom tied into it? The main ensuite? I don't know. But sometimes I think that we try to do things that we qualify as important, opposed to looking at the bigger picture. And I mean that with the best intentions. Probably the name Master Bedroom should probably be removed. Definitely Washington Redskins should probably be removed. But maybe we should also look at how does that tie in to how somebody gets qualified for a home. Maybe that's the bigger picture aspect. We sometimes want to use the blinders for when we do certain things. And maybe sometimes we just need to remove them as we move forward. Just something I'm talking about here today. Not trying to get anybody offended. Because I know how easy that is sometimes. Duh. That's for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's do it real quick. We have an event coming up real quick, if you're not aware of it, so let me talk about it real quick, which is the Hop 101 Foundation Class taking place on the end of July. July 29th. Right now, if you call, let's see, 1-866-930-SFM1, 866-930-SFM1, call it number five. We'll have it locked down. Free ticket to get into the event. Here we go. I can't lie, I love the way you're messing with my mind I can't get enough 
Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Oh, hold on. A little bit more music. Well, thank you, Miss Becky. Congratulations on the win there. Anyway, so let's continue down the path here. Yeah. I'm always amazed on how quick caller number five happens. I remember when I used to do traditional radio or testicular radio, as like some people like to call it. We would do like caller 98 and all kinds of weird stuff like that. I always get kind of afraid of doing something like that here because if we definitely did it that way, we might be sitting here for a while. You never know. Anyways, 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 let's get you back and started. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here you go. At least three great white sharks have been spotted lurking in the New York, New Jersey beaches. According to the Ocean Search shark tracker, Carolyn. 12 inches, 9, excuse me, 12 feet, 9 inches, 1,348 pounds. Caper. 8 feet, 348 pounds. Kabat, 9 foot, 533 pounds, have all been pinned along the coast. Two others, Vinny, who the hell would name a shark Vinny? Anyways, Vinny, 13 feet, 1,664 pounds, and Mary Lee, 16 feet, 3,456 pounds, appear to be heading in that same direction. As for what is causing the sharks to visit the area, people are saying, the head of the Gotham whale area <laughs> says that the appearance is a sign of healthy local waters and a growing population of great whites. So something to think about as we do move forward there. But wow, I mean, that's kind of a weird area for them to be going, at least in my personal opinion. I could be absolutely wrong, but who knows, man? I always just talk about the things that come to mind as we're talking about them and moving forward. That's for sure. But who knows what is going on but we are here today about talking about our main story so let's get that rolling here is our main story on the rated r safety show so as you are aware we keep on hearing news and things going about about potential lockdown so let's talk about it real quick gavin newsom ordered an indoor activities at certain businesses to shut down as cases of coronavirus surge in California. The Democratic governor announced Monday that all bars, restaurants, wineries, tasting rooms, family entertainment centers, zoos, museums, and card rooms must suspend their indoor activities. Also, as part of the order, all gym, places of worship, malls, personal care services, barbershops, saloons, and non-critical offices on the state mod- or on the monitoring list had to shut down as well. The new order affects 30 counties in or about 80% of the state's population. So here we are. Here we go with this one more time. So we're seeing California go down the path. And you take a look at it and go, cool. This is what's happening. Okay, really, you probably don't say cool. But you're thinking about it, and you're having the conversation all of a sudden of, is this going to be the new norm again? Do you see the state where you're currently located potentially going back into a shutdown? Do you see the state potentially Closing down. And now, what kind of effect is this going to have across the board? 
Now, I'll tell you that the first shutdown, as you are fully are aware, has caused some major issues in our little multiverse of ours. So what do you think should happen? What do you think should be next steps of the process? Should these things take place? When you see areas that are on the rise, is it something that concerns you? So right now, if you lived in an area where you see the coronaviruses, or coronavirus, better saying, going up in numbers and surging, are you doing things differently? Are you doing the social distancing thing? Are you only going out when it's necessary? Or do you believe that this needs to be another government mandate on what you can and cannot do? Essentially, I'm asking you the weird question of, do you feel that you need a babysitter? How do you think about it? How does this, how do you think that this is going to, to affect your current work environment? Because do you need to do a change? Are you able to work remotely currently? Now, I'll tell you, I'm in a state that, you know, it's a little bit different. And I mean that it's a little bit different. Certain things are kind of based on the county and so on. Like a few weeks ago in the county that I'm in, you couldn't drink. There's a street that aligns with the county. That's a different county like every other state has. But you could drink in that county and we could be on the same street and you could drink on the opposite side of the road, but not on this side of the road. Just in case I don't drink. So it wasn't a big factor to me, but it's stuff like that. So how do you look that this should be done? Is it a blanket across the board? Or is it something that you go, no, we just need to handle this individually. And if so, how does that look? Maybe that's the other question that we need to be asking ourselves here. Duh. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So I'll tell you with everything going on in this particular fashion, I was kind of amazed to see this today. The FMCSA has pushed out a website or referenced a website on one of their social media posts, which I was kind of surprised. And I said, we should talk about it. So right now, if you go to findsomethingnew.org, and you're probably going, what does that have to do with anything you're talking about? Findsomethingnew.org is a website that is there. And that's a photo for the Federal Motor Carrier, just in case. Website has a website that they're referring to that's called the more... There's more than one path to a career. So if you go to this website, or maybe I should probably pop this up real quick. Maybe that's how I should go about it. Let's do this real quick, you and I together, and hopefully I don't crash the whole system here. So if you're watching on the virtual, this is the new website that they're promoting, that they're saying you should go to. Findsomethingnew.org. Yeah, that's me in the corner, just in case. Um... So interesting times where you can go here now and it has all this stuff of new careers, things you can do differently. 
And I'm not trying to get you out of the transportation business if you're actually in transportation, but it even gives a breakdown of, hey, you can become an aerospace engineer. This is what the the average is, $66,000. Here's a broadcast and sound engineer technician, about $45,000 a year. So I thought it was very, very strange from the standpoint that the FMCSA was promoting that. So I don't know. What are you thinking here? Do you think right now with everything going on, there has to be a lot more conversation of what you can do remotely? Now, I don't know if I could potentially be a sound engineer remotely because I would have to have these thick pipes coming in my direction to be able to get it to work in regards of sound quality. It'd be very awkward, by the way. And then the other portion, can I be an aerospace engineer and an operational technician from afar? So it's a very interesting thing. But anyways, if you want to have more information and you're listening via broadcast or podcast and not on the streamer, live streamer, with the video aspect, you can go to findsomethingnew.org and take a look at that. I think it'll be interesting to determine, but you need to make that determination for yourself. Anyways, let's continue down our normal path here. We talked about it yesterday. We're going to talk about it again today, and then we're going to try to figure out how to get out of it. So I apologize ahead of time. Here we go. Kelly Preston, as we discussed yesterday, has died. The actress who was married to John Travolta passed away after two years battle with breast cancer. According to her husband, she was 57. A lot of people that might be in the younger demo might be familiar with her with the Maroon 5 video that she was in. She will be loved. I know her, of course, because of the movies that I used to watch when I was extremely younger. One of the most popular movies that she was probably in was Jerry Maguire. She was Tom Cruise's love interest. Hate to see the lost. That's for sure. I'm still at that same space. Just don't know where to go after one of these conversations. Just don't know what to say. Anyways, let's continue. Let's go into some of the swampland here. White House advisor Larry Kudrow said that he can conclusively confirm that phase four coronavirus relief package is on its way. Kudrow explained that people are both sides of the aisle on the hill are in favor of additional package. And the plan is to make it targeted, incentivize not just to work. All what? Incentives not just to work, although work is crucial, but going back to work also incentivizes investments, adding it will be a pro-growth package. Someone give me the English definition of what the freak that means. Because right now we're sitting on, and I'm going to, at the end of this month, if you are on unemployment, and you are getting the federal bonus, because that's what some people are looking at it as, of the extra $600 a week, that goes away at the end of this month. So right now we're on the 14th. So we're talking in about a little over two weeks. People are not sure where money is going to continue to come about. But then you can stand on the other side of the aisle. And have the conversation that this encourages people not to work. Is there a lot of work to go out there right now? 
I don't know. I look at it and I go, there's so many things that are being done remotely. Here's the other question. If you have young children and you have to risk going out to be able to provide to your family, how do you go about doing it? Especially if we're saying, quote unquote, you're not a person of means and whatever the hell you want that to mean. How does that work? I was talking to some people this morning, in person, by the way, that they say that unless it is a life or death situation, their employer is not allowing them to go to locations. Life or death. They're in sales, by the way. So please explain to me what the hell a life or death sale looks like. The guy went into even to specifics that he's not even allowed to travel. I also went into specifics that he said that his wife would even let him back in if he traveled. A lot of things to think about inside of this new world of ours. Duh. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million Drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $91 million jackpot or a $73.5 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball Drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $87 million jackpot or a $70.2 million cash payout. Just so you know, just in case you wanted to know that. Anyways, let's get into some of the stuff that some people have asked for, and I don't know why, but we'll get into it anyways. Showbiz, showbiz, showbiz. Netflix has picked up a new romantic comedy series, Emily in Paris. The half-hour series follows Emily, played by Lily Collins. Yeah, Phil Collins' daughter. As an ambitious 20-year-old, 20-something marketing executive in Chicago who unexpectedly lands a dream job in Paris. In Paris. When her, when her company acquires a French luxury marketing company. Good for them. If you're interested in it, go to Netflix. Take a look around. You know how that goes. We'll just go from there. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The 1992 Lamborghini Diablo that Pierce Bronson's nemesis, Colin Tan Sun Moon, owned in the film Die Another Day, is for sale. Beverly Hills Car Club is selling it for the, the rear Lambo for $119,500. The car features five-speed manual transmission, 5.7-liter engine, powered windows, and Oz Racing staggered wheels. The only downside is that the clutch may have to be replaced. Okay, well, good for them. Good to know. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. Real quick with this one. Matt Lauer pulled out, pulled out the stops on date last week when mystery, with a mystery brunette. The disgraced Today Show host wined and dined his date while taking her for a ride in his $1.4 million yacht named Resilient. As many know, Matt was canned from NBC in 2017. That was 2017? Holy crap, man. After sexual harassment allegations surfaced, not long after his wife, Annette, filed for a divorce. Wow. That was three years ago? Where the hell is the time went, man? I mean, I can tell you already that being locked up has already seemed like a lifetime. So, But where has this time went? That's for sure. Somebody would have told me that that was three years ago. I would still be sitting here going, wow, I can't believe it. Oh, I, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Let's continue. Zach Efron's is in talk. 
and talks to Star in an Australian version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, as the actor remains hunkered down in Byron Bay to avoid the coronavirus in the U.S. Rumors have been swirling that he may stick around a little longer to appear on the show. Well, good for him. Good for him. You have to find a way to make some money when you're down and about and all around. Anyways, let's talk about it. Duke has hired a WNBA all-star, Kara Lawson to lead the women's basketball program. Lawson, who's previously worked as an assistant coach for the Boston Celtics, called a job a dream come true for someone who has wanted to be a coach since she was a little kid. The 39-year-old played under Pat Summit at Tennessee before the WNBA career in Sacramento and worked as a TV commentator for the NBA and college basketball games before being scooped up by the Celtics. Anyways, good for her. Congratulations there. Round of applause, please, for her and getting her dream job. So before I go to the days of the year that you can celebrate, let's talk about a couple of different things real quick. Number one, if you're going through any kind of thoughts of suicide or depression at the moment, there's a phone number that you can call that they might be able to assist you with mental anguish at the moment. So if you call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 1-800-273-TALK or one 800 273-8255. Or you can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org for more information on them to be able to assist you if you want to do it in a digital format. Keep in mind that phone number is not a text number. Also, something else that we've been talking about recently and giving a lot of discussion about is missingkids.org. So if you go to missingkids.org, that will tell you about the children that are missing throughout the area in the United States. And if you could assist them by taking a look at the website of some children that might be, you know, missing in an area that you might have ran into, taking a look at, so on. So that is some things that are available. Also, they are looking for time contribution and financial contribution, if you can do that in this interesting time that we have going on in our life. A couple different things I wanted to talk about before I forget, too. I already announced that I was going to talk about who our host, or host, listen to me, our guest is going to be next week on The Jay Allen Show. So next week, Tuesday, we'll be having a conversation with Sydney Decker. Yes, from Safety Differently fame. So Sydney Decker will be coming on to the Jay Allen Show. So mark your calendar. We're pretty excited that he has agreed to come on to the show. So we will be doing that, having that conversation. So if you do get the opportunity, take a listen I'm sure that's going to be one that you're going to enjoy. Anyways, let's talk about some different things real quick. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Starting from the top. National Grand Mariner Day. National Mac and Cheese Day. National Tape Measurer Day. National Pandemonium Day. And look how fitting this is. National Shark Awareness Day. I will tell you that was not a planned circumstance for sure. Anyways, let me tell you about a couple different things real quick, real quick, real quick. Let's tell you about some of the stuff that's happened on this day many, many years ago. Back in 1911, one of the first trained airplane pilots ceremoniously landed or lands the right flyer on the south lawn of the White House. That was back in 1911. Here's another funny one. In 1969, today, or the date, the Federal Reserve discontinues large denomination of currencies like, are you ready for this? A $500 bill 
a $1,000 bill, a $5,000 bill, a $10,000 bill, and a $100,000 bill. Now, I would love to see some of those denominations. $10,000, $100,000, $5,000 sounds good too. So don't get me wrong here. Also, some birthdays that stuck out as I was going through the birthdays. Today is recently retired fighter's birthday, Conor McGregor. He turns 32. Soccer player Adam Johnson turns 33. Dan Reddles, rock singer, turns 33. Dan Smith, rock singer, turns 34. And let's take a look real quick. James Lynch, TV actress, Glee, the 40-year-old version. She turns 60 today. Matthew Fox from Lost and Party of Five fame turns 54. Joe Silver, movie producer, diehard, Warriors, turns 68 today just in case if you're interested. Anyways, let me tell you about this because we talked about it briefly, so let's talk about it again. We got something going on, which is a Hop 101 class for beginners towards the end of the month. If you're interested in attending, you're more than welcome on joining us. If you go to safetyfm.io, that's safetyfm.io, we will be having a virtual live class, a live virtual class, however you want to word it, which we'll be talking about the foundation of human and organizational performance. You're more than welcome on joining us. We're doing some a couple of different things on this one. So we're going to be live at 9 a.m. Eastern time on the 29th of July. So you're more than welcome to join us. And also we're asking for you to help promote the event. And if you're interested in doing so, all you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.io. Click on the actual affiliate link. If you do so, what will end up taking place is this. You'll create an affiliate link, and for every ticket that is sold using your affiliate link, you will get a 5% commission off of every ticket that is sold off of that affiliate link. So thank you for assisting us in doing so. Anyways, you know who I am. I know who you are. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.
I forgot to say it. I totally did. Thank you for all the people that reached out yesterday to wish me happy birthday. There was tons of them. I really do appreciate it. I had to put a lot of work into getting back to you. But thank you for doing so. I forgot to mention that earlier.
Take a listen to Mike Saddam coming up next at the 1 o'clock hour. Thank you for taking a listen here today on Safety FM.